And welcome back to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Hannah Harrison. And we have in studio with us Laura Story as our special guest today. And we're so excited to have you here. Um, if you missed last segment, please go back to engagemagazine.net. You can listen to all of our podcast segments there um, and check the previous one out. We were just talking about um, her adventures as a songwriter, how the Lord brought her to that, uh, that point in life where she's able to minister to so many people through these powerful songs, um, but also the testimony behind these things. And that's what we're going to get into a little bit more of this. Right. Um, you've written a book. I have, yeah. yes. And called, called I Give Up. I give and up. it's wonderful, <laughs> might I just say. Oh, thank you. I was awing a lot in the first couple chapters right. where you start talking about your husband and how he proposed. <laughs> yes. Wonderful story. You have to get the book and read it because... Spo- spoiler just, alert, she said I'm sorry. yes. Right? I did say yes. She did say yes. <laughs> yes, and we they're, have four little kids now. They're after. <laughs> yeah, but the book's called I Give Up, The Secret Joy of a Surrendered Life. Yes. And that's, what a title. Mm. Yes, and mm. and honestly, that's uh, that's kind of the spoiler alert. Is the, yeah. is the, I give up <laughs> you gave the, the secret joy of a surrendered life. It's mm-hmm. that uh, honestly, I feel like so much of the books that I write and the songs I write mm-hmm. are always it's that this is what God's teaching me right now. Mm-hmm. I really hope that someone else can relate because if not, oh, it man, really yeah. if it was just for me, mm-hmm. that would be enough. It was well. if it was just for me, you know, learning and revisiting these truths, mm. uh, and so the kind of the subtitle, The Secret Joy of a Surrendered Life, what that refers to is it's just me realizing that even though I would say my joy is found in the person of Jesus, mm-hmm. that my joy comes from the Lord, how I live my life on a daily basis might say something different. Mm, yeah. When I think about how I try to gain peace or mm. security or joy or stability, I think I often do that by trying to grip the things, people, relationships, future, whatever, uh, in my life as tightly as I can Mm -hmm. when what the scriptures teach is it's through letting go Mm. that we find those things. That's like I think about Apostle Paul that talks about uh, it's when we present our requests towards God, you know, present our requests to God. That's when the peace that that surpasses all understanding, that's when that peace will guard our heart and our mind, not when we create more stability in our life. That not when we plan more mm. not, and not even when mm-hmm. he answers. Mm-hmm. It's not him answering in the affirmative that right. gives us the peace. It's actually just us presenting our request to him. Mm-hmm. That's enough saying, I trust my heavenly father with these things. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's really good. And, and what I was thinking is like, we live a, as Christians, we are the children of a good father. Oh, absolutely. Right. We, we live in an atmosphere of, of, of real grace and um, our experience day to day is like you said, it goes up and down and our own behavior can be mm. disappointing yeah. to ourselves and certainly to God. Um, and I find uh, that the hardest thing to give up are the small things. Oh yes. The, the hardest, the hardest things to surrender are small things like before getting out of bed, like the mindset that I have. I think mm-hmm. too, that's a comfort thing mm-hmm. is I don't want to mm-hmm. move out of my little box. Right. Like, don't touch, yeah. don't touch me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> kind I, of, uh-huh. you have you know? a, a very clear idea of how I want my life to go, yeah. right. you know, and, and my day to day decisions are in line with that. But mm-hmm. 
am I am I willing the moment I open my my eyes and I'm awake? Am I willing to give my life, my family, my my wife, my two children? Am I willing to give that over to Him? Well, and a, and a great indicator of that surrender is how do I respond? Mm to the interruptions. How do mm. I respond when, so I have my day planned, mm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have it, cause I d- I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. I've got it all in my little Outlook calendar. And <laughs> when I'm on my way to the first thing and you know, something happens with the car mm. and it's something completely out of right. my control. Do I see it as an interruption or do I see it as a divine appointment? Wow. Like, right. And how do I, I mean, just to be very candid, how do I treat the people, it, like let's say flat tire. Uh huh. The AAA guy comes and helps me because, just to be honest, if I have four <laughs> kids in the car, I am not, not changing my eyes. <laughs> right. We're just not doing it. Mm-hmm. When the AAA guy guy comes, do I see that mm. as a divine appointment of God uh, allowing me to show this person grace, al- allowing me to to share God's love with this person, or am I just so? frustrated mm-hmm. that right. my plans have been thwarted uh, and usually <laughs> here's mm. the irony of it usually I'm like traveling somewhere for ministry and I'm oh. like God <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. Lord I am doing this for you <laughs> right. yeah it's like oh, it's man. like when my kids mm-hmm. uh, interrupt me having my quiet time and I, like, I'm like praying for my kids and they're interrupting uh-huh. me and I'm yelling at them you know <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. Stop interrupting me! I'm <laughs> praying about how to be a better mom. Honey, <laughs> you know? Jesus, come! Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. That, but that's so good. And, I, and the, honestly, it's very relatable too. Um, that I, I can have these ideas of like, yeah, like for instance, like driving to ministry, me coming into work, and and I sit down, like, okay, I have to edit these articles for Engage magazine, and I have mm-hmm. to do this, and mm-hmm. and and somebody calls me, and I, and my whole day just yeah. shifts. And I'm like, well, wasn't this what I was supposed to do? Wasn't this yeah. like, isn't this like God's purpose for or me today? Or the person that stops by your office and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> can stay and talk oh, forever. There's, there's no exactly. one here like that. <laughs> no, of course not. I work at a church and so we'll, we'll have people from the church drop by, you know, and I'm like, no, what I'm planning for worship for you this weekend, <laughs> right. you know? Do you want to worship? Let me have my yeah, own how, song. How, yeah. how, how dare you want to stop by and talk about what the Lord's doing <laughs> in your life? Right. Oh man. But, but yeah, his, his plans are, his ways are not our ways. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and a lot of what your book speaks to is that. Um, and when you got married, as you said before, uh, and uh, I don't know when I got married too. Well, you ha- and uh, well, one day, or, or if <laughs> that's the worst plan, if you want, you if, if you even want to get married, <laughs> talk about your plan being. Disrupted. Everybody's got plans, whether you're married or not married. Yeah. But when you get married, you, you do have these like rose-colored glasses on. Yeah. You're like, oh, now it begins. Yeah. life you know like yeah. the rest of that that wasn't life this is life now <laughs> and, it, and it's great to have a yeah. plan and mm-hmm. like I think about part of our premarital counseling was mm-hmm. we got together and we you know looked at what we wanted intentionality is a good thing it's right. not it's not mm-hmm. bad you know when God created mm-hmm. me as someone who likes to plan things sure, that's, yeah. that's a good mm-hmm. a good Godward characteristic but it was when we were holding so tightly mm-hmm. to our plans that we weren't willing to say, not my plan, but yours be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we're just trying to white knuckle my plan into place yeah, yeah. rather than, than stepping back and saying, okay, God, so you're, you seem to be leading us in this direction. Show me where you're at work here mm-hmm. that yeah. I might join you here, even though right. it looks very different mm-hmm. than, than what I expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now uh, reading over the, the, your, t- your testimony, it's one thing to, to hear a testimony, and, and, and I, th- I'm reminded of this all the time when I hear a testimony. It's one thing to hear the struggles someone went to. It's another thing to live through the day-to-day of it mm-hmm. and the 
the little the the decisions you have to make day to day after something has happened in your life and and after you've got married uh, a little while after you got married like you said in the previous segment your 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 husband um uh, had a brain tumor mm-hmm. and you discovered that um you don't have to go into any specifics as far as that uh situation was concerned but what is the day to day living in that sin- that surrender mindset and look ex- like and especially with your children oh yeah. especially with your children yeah mm-hmm. uh well, i don't mind talking about so martin sure. lives with a vision deficit and a memory mm-hmm. deficit and that has been uh that's just what our life looks like mm-hmm. and if you were to ask me I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago, what's the biggest problem in your marriage? Mm -hmm. I think both of us would have said Martin's disability. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest problem in our marriage. And it really took us uh, getting to a a not so great place in our marriage for us to sit down with a a pastor who said, no, that's actually not the biggest problem in your marriage. The -hmm. biggest problem in your marriage is your sin. Ah. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, and, and he carefully explained mm. to us that mm. uh, Martin's disability, it either could be a source of frustration, mm. a source of us, you uh-huh. know, beating each other up or a means of grace <laughs> where it was an opportunity, you know, I think about having a spouse with a disability. There are more opportunities to serve them. Mm. There are more opportunities to be patient with them. And these are all things that we should want to do with our spouses right. anyway. And, and so I either can see it as a frustration or a means of grace. And it doesn't have to be your husband having a disability. Mm-hmm. I think about some some couples that say, oh, the biggest problem is my, is my husband's job or, or his income, his mm-hmm. lack of income. Uh, our biggest problem is this problem child. But the truth is, is no, that's, that's either going to be a means of frustration in your relationship where your sin and selfishness come out yeah. or it's going to be a means of grace where you really get to practice the godly character um, that we have because mm. we have the fruit of the Spirit. Wow. I mean, it's I don't really do good. that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 say, even as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of how frustrated I, I was with my husband before I left the house. You know. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. I know, but but it really is. Golly, Mm. any of it is is it's like those those disruptions in life. Mm -hmm. Seeing them as oh, this this is actually an opportunity for me to to grow. Mm. Um, It's not just it doesn't have to be a frustration in my life. Well, Mm. yeah. So one thing that um, Laura talked to us in devotion this morning, she gave a little analogy, and the Disney girl that I am is, <laughs> <laughs> she brought Frozen into our worship I knew time. we were kindred spirits. <laughs> we I'm are. such a fan. We were talking about that earlier. I was talking about all my favorite princes. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I make people think that we watch the Disney movies because I have young kids. It's really that I make because them, of you? Yes. Okay, it's girl. Yes, of me. me too. <laughs> okay, yep. We're, we're, we're soul sisters. <laughs> nice. But she did mention um, an analogy, like I said, about Elsa and how she just throws everything up into the air and everything falls into mm. place. Yeah. And um, how, how ridiculous that yeah, is. Exactly. Because when we surrender things, that's not what it looks like. Yeah. And that surrender, it really isn't. It's not surrender for surrender's sake. Mm-hmm. It's not this cathartic exercise of just throwing your hands up and saying, I'm just going to throw my problems to the wind and just hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Right. It really is. It's making a very reasonable assessment of the things in our life and, and looking at the weakness of our own hands, mm-hmm. looking at the selfishness of our own hands, our, our propensity to fumble, our propensity to to do things wrong, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. and, and even just this, our lack of perspective. Right. We know this moment. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We, we might be able to think what something might look like in the future, but when mm-hmm. you think about God, mm-hmm. who literally knows all, 
He's omnipresent, omniscient, all of that. And his hands are strong and capable and loving and trustworthy. It just makes sense to Mm -hmm. trust the things in my life to his hands rather than my own. Yeah. Mm. And it really, I think there's a verse in the Bible and Wesley, Wesley's not here. He's my, he's my reference guy. I'm horrible with Bible references, but there's a verse in the Bible where it says, God is near to the ones who are broken and contrite. And that's really what what we're, we're hitting at here is that surrender is being broken. Yes. And And contrite literally means crushed to powder. And mm-hmm. I think it's a strong that word. That's one cool thing about the mm-hmm. Lord is, you know, we can be broken so many times and he's still going to be there. He's mm-hmm. there waiting. Like I, kn- I had the plan. If you would just yes. listen to me, you know, yeah. but he's always there. And sometimes he breaks you to remake you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he does. And he prizes brokenness. Mm-hmm. He does. Where the world prizes self-sufficiency mm-hmm. and independence. God prizes dependence and brokenness because wow. that's when his strength is displayed. Yeah. Right. So where can they go to learn more about your uh, book? Yes, uh, laurastorymusic.com. Awesome. Or Facebook, Instagram, wherever you buy books, <laughs> wherever you buy music, in yeah. any of those places. We'll, we'll it's put, wonderful. And yeah. it has this cool picture of her Absolutely. on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. that's not me. Okay, I don't even mind. know who that chick is. We, we could pretend. But yeah, uh, yeah I'll put it. I'm sorry. That is me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put a link down in the show notes um, and you can just follow that and you'll learn more information. Well, thank you so much for being on our what show. What a treat. Thank, thank you, guys. Oh, yeah, thank uh-huh. you. So uh, we hope you enjoyed the show and continue to share to you the plus scripture. We'll see you next week.